0: Yes people, what's going on? Welcome to the club brought to you with Polka Stars and we are here in Barcelona for a very very special occasion. We thought if we're coming to Barcelona, why not meet up with a legend of these parts and we have done just that. But not only is he a legend in Barcelona, is a legend in Manchester having won the double with Manchester United including the European Cup in 08, a world champion, a European champion, is won the lot. We are with Gerard P. K. Gerard, welcome to the club. Hope you're doing well. Absolute pleasure
1: to be with you today. Thank um, you very Rory, Boovey, Adam. Hey, thanks and so nice much for do? coming on. Really, really grateful. It's, 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 it's quite rare that you genuinely end up in the presence of an icon. I mean, yeah. a, you two aside, of course. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? But a genuine icon. Um, Gerard, we, we have so much to talk about, and obviously you've contributed so much to football. But if you don't mind, I'd love to start a conversation around a new project of yours called the Kings League. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. I've kind of done a little bit of research. It seems like a really interesting, exciting, innovative new concept of football.
2: Yeah, in a way it's football because it's around a ball and, and you have to put the ball in, inside the goal. But uh, there are so many things that are different um, and it's kind of a video game inside real life. Um, we have last two minutes of the first half. Uh, you throw a dice and if it's a three then the game goes three against three. It's very wild because it can be one versus one okay. in in a pitch of a seven versus seven because the competition is seven against seven uh the last two minutes of the game, every goal counts double, meaning that if you are winning if you are losing four zero, you have two goals and you can draw the game so I mean it's very different from football, but there are some things that maybe you can. Uh, understand that are similar, but at the end of the day, it's a new concept and it's working very well. And all the young generations that are coming here in Spain and Latin America, because everything is in Spanish, um, everyone is following. So I like the start.
1: I like the way that it starts. Have you seen how it starts? <laughs> it's an, it's a, just an amazing race, isn't it? Have you yeah. seen? Yeah, r- yeah race, race from race, the back. Sort of, yeah.
2: yeah, it's like uh, butter polo. You, you know water polo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like this, the ball in the middle, uh, the, the players in the in the line, and all of a sudden, it's like Formula One. You have the Green light, red light, green light, and then players start running, and, and who arrive first take the ball.
3: Have you got any plans to bring it to the UK? Because I think the, the kind of format that it is, it's so exciting. I think UK audiences would love it. You know. In, in yeah. Uh,
2: for 2024, the the plans is to launch it. In fact, we we already launched it in in Latin in Latin America, uh, and we are starting on on January 2024. And then the idea is to go to US and UK. Uh, Rio Ferdinand started to ask about it a few months ago and, and we are in conversations with him because... It's an exclusive. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. King, King's League exclusive on yeah, yeah. the club, really. No, I mean, uh, I, I have a very good relationship with him when, when I was at Manchester United and and really, I mean, I think that he's doing great also what what he's doing. So um, I think that we, we can work it out together, yeah.
1: Sounds very exciting. I like the idea of... I the, love it, yeah. Yeah.
2: I was wondering in terms of
3: like any UK football legends that you'd like to see involved in terms of ex-players. Obviously, I'm a City fan, so seeing Aguero involved is incredible for me. Is, are there any kind of names maybe that you'd like to see involved in the future?
2: Well, I mean, in, in during this first six months of, of life that, that Kings League has, um, we had the opportunity to bring Ronaldinho. He played one game and the views, it was amazing. I mean, uh, how he played and... We put different people, uh, I don't know, dancing samba when he (laughs) arrived to the stadium, because the thing is that we can be very flexible. It's, as I I said before, it's different than football. I mean, we can stop the game and all of a sudden, ten minutes to present Ronaldinho, these kind of things that that obviously football cannot do, Uh, because it's it's more a show, but also it's competitive. Um, We brought Pirlo, we brought Shevchenko, we brought Chicharito, so, a lot of legends uh, had the opportunity to play, and, and really it had a great impact. But it's true that Iker Casillas or Kun that they, they are owners of the club, they are much more involved because they have to play every Sunday, not as uh, players, but they, they are the presidents and they have to follow the games. Um, it's been amazing that these kind of, of players have been Involved in the competition.
0: Ronaldinho feels like the perfect style of player for that format, doesn't it? You know, all the skills, tricks, flicks. Is that what a lot of the players are like? um, Or is it a a very tactical game?
2: Mm, Uh, I mean, it's a mix between a lot of young uh, players that they want, I mean, that they really go there and and they fight for their life to to win the, the games. And then there are the veterans, which is players that have been professionals at that time and now they want to keep playing. Uh, Players that played in Espanol, a lot of them, uh, Corominas, uh, Lopo, I mean players that maybe they don't have the international recognition, Mm -hmm. but but here in Spain they are very popular. Uh, And that mix works very well because uh, the young lads put the stamina, the the hard work, and the other ones the quality. So it's, it's, I mean, it's a very good, uh, I would say, quality if you see the the games. and every time more players from the traditional football, Football eleven, as we understand here in Spain, they go to, to play Kings League. What it sold out in New Camp? Yeah, we played the first because the competition is basically 12 clubs and it's a private league. There is no promotion and, and relegation. And then uh, the eight first teams qualify for the, uh, the playoff. And it's just one leg, so you play 11 games for regular season, and then there is quarterfinals, and then the final four, which we played in in, in Camp nou, the first one uh, in 26th of March, and we put 92,000 people in the stadium, nice. so it was a cra- it was crazy. Is that beyond uh,
1: your expectations? Did that go further yeah, than you anticipated?
2: Much much more. I mean, I I really thought, and because this is why we invested, but I really thought that this will work, but not so quick. I mean, we got a lot of attraction since day one, and as I said before, I mean, the young generation, the guys of 10, 12, 15, 18, that maybe they feel that football, in a way, it's a little bit boring because there is a lot of stoppage time. There is, I don't know, uh, out of the 90 minutes, you play 50 minutes. Here in Spain, uh, there is a lot of injuries, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, it's difficult for the, no, the young generations to engage with football so they understand and they feel that this kind of format works much better for them what
0: have you made uh, this is off the topic of kingsley but kind of you mentioned the time wasted in football recently uh, in the premier league there's been complaints from like rafael varam because we're seeing like 12 30 minutes yeah, yeah. In, what do you do you think that's a good thing that they're adding the time back on a bad thing
2: well, I think that uh, referees have to punish m- much more when, when someone that is winning and is trying to lose a little bit of time, just with a yellow card, that's it. Yeah. It's the only way to stop that. In Spain, it's much, much worse than Premier League.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Let's call we- Madrid
0: big ones. They came to Old Trafford and the ball was in play for about 10 minutes. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. No, no, it's like this. And there is much more falls because in Spain, if you touch a little bit, the player falls. And in, in England, the referee is, is completely different. But we have that discussion recently here in Spain. Uh, the first game of the league it was Getafe versus Barça. That It was uh, 0-0. And Getafe tried to not play during the whole game. I mean, so uh, this plays against, against the, 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 the spectacle and the show. And, the, uh, and, and I think it's not good for football. So I think that there is an opportunity. As I say, I don't want to compare with football because we are totally different. But uh, to create a product that is much more dynamic, that uh, no one is losing time because if you lose time, then uh, the referee really punish you, these kind of things. And, and as I said before, I mean, we did Cam No 92,000 people. Then we did the second split, which is basically the same, finishing at the end of July, 29th of July. And we did it in the Atletico Madrid Stadium in Metropolitano. We put 60, nearly 60,000 people sold out again. And now we're starting the Cup uh, next weekend. Uh, the, the 10th of September, we're starting a Cup. It's a shorter one, a new format. But the final, we will announce it soon. Uh, we cannot say where, but it will be another big stadium. And and it will work. Where can people watch Kings? In Twitch, in YouTube, and in TikTok. Uh, we want to be free for everyone. This is another thing that... I think that the model of traditional football is going to pay per view and obviously I mean the clubs need money for all these transfers and, and this is the, the big deals with televisions. We because we believe that we are very new, what we want is to go to free to air to everyone that can watch. Uh, and Twitch, TikTok and YouTube is as you know free to, to everyone and, and this is why we chose to, to do it in those platforms. That's
0: amazing. Right, let's get stuck in. We want to create Gerard Piquet's dream seven-a-side Kings League (laughs) team. Um, Players that you've played with, maybe players that you'd wish would come to the league. Um, Have you got that in mind? Do you want us to work on out your seven-a-side team? Would you be in it, first of all? uh, No,
2: I don't like to be. I don't like to be there. Uh, No, I prefer to choose if you want seven players that I played with him, uh, with them that um, for me, I mean, are top uh, in the history of of that game, which is football. Uh, Maybe the keeper would be Iker Casillas. Um, Defenders, maybe Rio Ferdinand and Puyol. Wow. Um, it's not bad, that centre-half part. No, and, and also, I mean, for me, them too. they they've been, like, uh, in a personal way, very important for me because I, I learned a lot from them. I was very young when I arrived at Manchester United, and Rio really helped me on that. And also then when I joined Barcelona, I was 21. And, and Carles Puyol was already a captain and also helped me a lot uh, to start my career there. So, yeah, them too. I mean, for me, have been two incredible centre-backs and big reference for me. <clears throat> then in the midfield, um, I would say Ses Fabregas, uh, because he's like a brother, uh, and I think that in the Premier League he's been one of the greatest uh, mm-hmm. midfields. Uh, in Arsenal, his first year was incredible. Um, I would say Iniesta, um, because, um, well, I mean, because it's He basically <laughs> brought us the World Cup, and with that goal, is more than enough. But the quality that he had, uh, it's it's just amazing. It's like he stopped the game and he played alone, alone. And then maybe I would say Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi, and that's it. Wow. no
1: not too bad, is it? Yeah.
2: And I, I mean, punch. I would say Wayne Rooney, I would say a lot of players, but I can just put seven. But, but yeah, I had the, the, the opportunity to play against a lot of uh, incredible players. Uh, I'm so glad people. you've said
0: Rooney there, you know, right? Because out of all the players you've said, like, just, to, to because
2: Wayne Rooney was an unreal footballer. No, right? for me it was was, and as a, as a guy to, to talk with, uh, at that time when I was at Manchester United, he was very young. I remember that he was playing incredibly well, but then, I mean, his personal life, all the time in the yeah. the tabloids and in the press. But then when you met him one-on-one in the dressing room and you talked to him, the guy was incredible. A I mean, lot of people I, say he's a joker as well. Like. Yeah, we, we laughed so much during that time. And I was very, very new there. I arrived when I was 17. He was very young at the time also. My English wasn't good, um, but uh, yeah, he helped me a lot to, to also to arrive to the club and to to have good relationship with with all the teammates and and he was he was a, a superstar. It's an amazing
1: move to make at 17 years old to to leave to leave everything that you knew to go to Manchester. How, yeah. how did that all come about?
2: Uh, and to be fair, if I would have all the information, maybe I would stay uh, because. Uh, Don't it, say that. It, it right. was tough. No no no. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no. But uh, now I would say that. It changed my life and, um, and it helped me a lot to be the player that then later I, I, I became. Uh, so I would never change that. But if I put myself when I was 17 to take that decision, if I would know how much I would suffer uh, the first year uh, or the first two years. Um, then possibly I, I would stay. But what, what but, was it that you suffered with? Was it a change? No, in the the the, the, country? the way for me. I left everything. I left my friends. I left my family. I arrived there uh, alone. Uh, the first year until you are 18, uh, the club puts you in a family, so they take care of you. Um, Dicks. Is it? Is it? And <laughs> and it was Understood. it was tough. It was uh, it was. I mean, it was difficult. And, and then I wanted to play. I, I was not playing, I was very young at the time. Um, my English wasn't the best. The weather was totally different. The food is totally different. So for me, the first year and a half, it was difficult to, to try to, to, you know, to settle in. To settle in. But, but then really, I mean, it helped me a lot. Uh, I think that brought me that kind, you need to be tough uh, in life and I was in a bubble here in Barcelona, I was with my family, with my friends, I was very protected and and you really need to make this step in order to, to success uh, to, in life uh, and I think that it helped me a lot and it, it changed me completely. And I suffered but it helped me a lot during my career so, as I say, I, I will never... I uh, never uh, or regret my move because it helped me a lot. But it's true that if I bring myself when I was 17, maybe if I know what yeah, yeah. happened, maybe I, I would take another decision. But I'm very, I really, I, I very, I'm very happy of of make, of make that move and and with Manchester United, I it's. I always said that it's my second club after Football Club Barcelona. Yeah. I mean, what's it like being managed
3: um, by Sir Alex Ferguson in that kind of period of your life? You know, you're so young. He's one of the great managers of all time. Did he help you in that in that way? Kind of being managed by someone so, you know,
2: such a strong manager, such a strong-minded manager. Yeah, he helped me a lot uh, because he was like a, a father to me uh, and to all the young lads that arrived to the club. Um, because. It's is a different, I mean he wasn't a coach, uh, he, he was a, ma- a manager and with all, what does it mean, No manager meaning that he controlled the whole club, uh, uh, he controlled if the food was good, if, if uh, that guy didn't sleep last night because he was partying, <laughs> he controlled absolutely everything and that helps you to grow and to be a better player and, and, and to look after yourself and, and I think that, uh, I mean. His career has proven that he's been one of the best coaches or or managers uh, in in the history of the Premier League and in the history of of football. Um, And if you compare later with the coaches that I had, for example, Pep Guardiola, which I believe that he's a genius and and that he's uh, an incredible coach, but he's different from Sir Alex Ferguson. The functions that what Sir Alex did to Manchester United is, is different from what, for example, Pep Guardiola was doing at that time at Barcelona when I when I played for him. The youth team that you played for
0: was it P.K. Sorry, uh, P.K. or P.K. Evans, <laughs> Rossi? Was it was it Giuseppe Rossi and? Evans? Yeah, Rossi
2: played there. Um, there was a Belgian a player that. Uh, that was F-Flo and Galula. Um, yeah, there were different players uh, that that uh, they, I mean Jonathan Spector. Yeah. yeah, yeah. American one scored twice uh, against us for West, Ryan West Ham. Ryan Shawcross. Then he came yeah. later. That yeah. I think that he played for Stoke. Stoke yeah. 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 There, there were some, some different good players. I remember that when I arrived, Chris Eagles was there. I yeah. don't know if You remember him? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Anderson arrived. <laughs> you remember Anderson? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's Brazilian. He was very young he scored a penalty in the final of Champions League yeah. in Chelsea um, so relaxed as well wasn't he he yeah, run up
0: he yeah. smashed it in the top corner and it was like just been brought on for Yeah
2: that. at that time there were a lot of young uh, incredible talents I remember Nani Cristiano Ronaldo arrived he was very young at the time uh, he was 19 I think um, you had Rooney you you, you had I mean incredible young players.
0: Was Fergie the right man for you at that time? Then, Yeah, yeah, yeah like for that?
2: sure. I mean, Fergie helped all of them and not just me, but all of them to become the players that we that we became later on. Um, but yeah, uh, it's true that then I left after the Premier League and the Champions League and and Manchester United, I think they won. Uh, I don't know if it's one or two more Premier Leagues yeah, but then they suffered more. a little bit more, one more. One And then Chelsea won the double. Yeah.
0: He was our third in a row after that, yeah. He's a Chelsea fan just... They won one more and then Chelsea won the double.
1: Remind him about 08 though. Remind him about (laughs) 08. Yeah, you brought brought up (laughs) Moscow, I had to get that in.
3: Can can I talk selfishly about Man City? Because obviously we won the treble with Guardiola. Did you see that happening when he arrived in England? Obviously a lot of trepidation about if he could play that style of football in England. I always believed, based on what I saw you guys do with Guardiola at Barcelona, did you see that kind of treble coming? The kind of the hundred-point season? Did you see that success coming for Pep?
2: Yeah, I, I knew it would happen. I, I knew that it will not happen the first year because England, food, English football, is totally different from Spanish, and you need to adapt to that. That doesn't mean that you cannot bring what Pep had in his mind to to, to UK. That I, I I totally believe at the time that he will do it, but that it will take time uh, and. And I knew that because I remember when David Silva, for example, arrived to the Premier League, everyone was saying, oh, the, the, the kind of player that he is, the profile, he's very Spanish in a way of playing, and he will not succeed in, in the Premier League. <coughs> and he showed that that everyone was completely wrong. It happened the same with Santi Cazorla, mm-hmm. with Arsenal. Uh, these kind of players that in Spain and in the national team work very well, um, they arrive to the Premier League and, and they, all, all, they, they all succeed. So... I knew that Pep will arrive, will start to sign players that uh, can help him to, to play the way he wants to play, uh, but it, I knew it would take time because you have to sign those, those kind of players and, and this you don't do it in one year. You need different seasons to establish uh, the players, to, to adapt to the Premier League and now you, you can see the results after six, seven years I think that he, he's been the manager. He He's doing great and he's winning most of the title, so, so it's crazy. B- mm.
1: You know when you are around talent such as, you know, you mentioned being around a really young Wayne Rooney, a really young Cristiano Ronaldo, at that point, could you see that the career that they were on, could you see that the talent was there and the career trajectory? Like, Could you see that Cristiano Ronaldo was arguably going to go on to become the greatest player that the world has ever seen at that tender age, or did it develop into something? that you I
2: mean, you, you, see? you can see the talent that they have and you can see the mentality and, and this is I mean, I would say the most important thing, the talent and the mentality of a player. But in a career, everything can happen. You can have a a difficult injury, you can have a manager that for whatever reason hates you and doesn't want you to succeed. I mean, there is a lot of things that you cannot count at that time when you are very young. Um, But I mean, I was coming from Barcelona uh, when I was 17 and I played the last four years in the academy with Messi. And I saw that talent. And then I arrived and, and I, I started playing with Cristiano Ronaldo and I saw that talent. Uh, so it was funny because when Messi played his first game for first team of Football Club Barcelona, I was in, in the house, in that family that I told you, with, <laughs> with some of my teammates and Messi came in and I said, listen, these guys will change football. And everyone, ah, yeah, whatever. The only question is, can he bring what he's doing in the young age to the, the to the first team? Because this jump to professional football is, is tough, it's quite tough. And Messi at the time, he was not strong, yeah. so you never know, no? But you can see how players develop and, and how they, from the, where they are coming to what they arrived and, I mean, it's not maths because I, I, there are different factors that you cannot control, but normally when Cristiano, just to put another example, arrived to Manchester United, you knew that he would be a great player. You you don't know if he will change the history of the of the sport, but but that he will succeed. I mean, this is something that, that you can be assured that that he will do it. He seemed to
0: like lock in though at one point, didn't he? Because there was a period of time where I remember my dad moaning to me constantly, oh, he's a one-trick pony, he's only doing step overs, he's not going anywhere, and then... Some, the penny just seemed to drop and he just honed in. Yeah, I think that
2: there was a moment where he realised that if he wanted to really become the, the the best one, he needed to score a lot of goals. And he started playing as a winger, but then in Real Madrid he played literally as a striker. And that change, I think that was very good for him yeah. because he started to suddenly score 50-60 uh, goals per season and completely changed his game. Mm. Um, and I think this was the big difference. The same with Messi, the first years of Messi he was playing as a winger coming in and, and then when, I mean, when he realised that at the end of the day the top, top, top players are the ones that score 50, 60, 70 goals, he started to play as a striker. But Guardiola put him as a fake nine, how he call it, which basically was a striker but coming to, to receive the ball in the midfield. Do you think that was one of the most, that,
1: that team, you know, when Lionel Messi came into it and uh, Ronaldinho was there, in terms of just beauty and ballers, that's about as good as it gets, isn't it? Messi, Ronaldinho. Yeah, Messi. Was that yeah. Rijkaard, right was it? Messi and Ronaldinho yeah.
2: together, the, 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 the thing, and I followed that time a lot because, uh, I mean, I, I wasn't playing for Barca at that time because I was, I was at Manchester United. In fact, we beat them in the semifinals oh, wait, before, Paul Scholes. before Moscow. Uh, I've done
1: it twice now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Just keep bringing more yeah, twice. Completed. Yeah, one more, I'm out.
2: <laughs> no, at that time, the thing is that Ronaldinho was a little bit going down already, and Messi wasn't at the top. He was starting. Yeah. And he was very, very good. But it would be fun to see Ronaldinho and Messi at the top of their level at the same age. You know? um, and, and it didn't happen. I mean, it was great to see that because the the Champions League of 2006 that they beat Arsenal in the final. In Paris, um, Messi, I think, is injured that day mm. and he didn't play, or if he played, he played very little, but Ronaldinho at that time was at the top. Yeah. Uh, but you had Teto, you had Deco, you had Xavi, you had Iniesta, I mean, yeah. that team of Barcelona was very, very good. Yeah. Um, and then Ronaldinho left and Messi is when he really become what he has become. And he's doing amazingly well in America at the moment, did you ever really yeah. consider? Over to no, 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 no. I was very tired at that time. I, I needed to disconnect from football. But, but yeah, I, I knew. I mean, Messi. It's for me. It's been the greatest of all time. And uh, after winning the World Cup, arriving to MLS, I knew that he. Uh, I mean, the impact will be great uh, in terms of quality. The level there. It's not as as in the Europe. So mm-hmm. for him, it's like. It. You don't fancy a bit a bit of the parties with David Beckham and all that like Miami, Miami. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good life that isn't it? Uh, I met with him one week ago I was in Croatia on holidays and, and I was having lunch next to him and we talked a little bit. He's very excited with all this project in in Miami with Inter-Miami and he's happy now because he's winning uh, before Messi arriving and they were the last so because that Phil Neville unfortunately
1: <laughs> that's probably our boss was Miami Ryan Shawcross played
3: there a few years ago <laughs> is he yeah mm. crazy yeah. that's
1: um, the second time they've, they've, they've come up today yeah, up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Shawcross and Moscow are featured very heavily in this chat <laughs>
0: you've, um, you've played like we mentioned some of the names there Ronaldo, Messi is there one player you didn't play with who you wish you got a chance to I mean you played with the two Golt's but
2: I don't know. I mean, maybe Haaland or Mbappe, which are these new ones coming on? Um, Because of our generation, I would say that I've been lucky to play with most of them. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking. I don't know. I mean, maybe uh, Steven Gerrard or I don't know Frank Lampard, maybe. But there you go. You got you got you got back in Rory's good books now. Thank you. you. We didn't mention, but the Skolzi is another one that. Crazy. I played with and, and the guy, how he passed the ball, it was completely uh, incredible. So, yeah, I've been very lucky to, to really share the dressing room to most of the big talents in my generation.
3: You know in that Barcelona, the, the great Barcelona side that you were in, the treble winning side, of those English midfielders, who would get into that midfield? Is it more skulls? Would you have Gerard's physicality?
1: It's got to be Lampard. Lampard no. goals. Lampard's goals. Isn't I mean, it, got it got
2: was so perfect. I mean, Busquets, Iniesta. You couldn't change Abbey. it, could you? you if you couldn't... had to change it, is there any one English midfielder? The thing is that we played in a way. I mean, it's it's very difficult to explain that. But um, players need their context, meaning that I think that Lampard or Gerard in Premier League, pff, incredible. If you bring them to Spain. They will need some time to adapt. I'm not saying that they will not be as good, but um, you will need them some time to understand the game and the way it's played, because it's it's different. You cannot play long balls in Spain, because if you play with Barca or Madrid, all the teams, they, they really defend like in their box. So you cannot really develop your qualities, because uh, it's different. You have to... Play very short and. Skolz is good at that, though. In it. it short. Is, uh, Scholes is, is 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 much better on that, but um, uh, the big qualities of those players like Steven or, or 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 Frank Lampard or scoring goals out of the box like like uh, Frank Lampard did a lot. It's it's more difficult in Spain because really I mean you don't have even space to shoot to to strike right. the ball. Um, and in the Premier League, the context uh, is much uh, in favour of them to, to really become the players that they've, they've, they've played. Um, and the same for Iniesta and Xavi. If they played in, in the Premier League, they will need their time uh, because they are very clever and at the end of the day you realise what you need. But you need that time to, to really adapt to that football because it's, it's different. The style is different.
1: And what about now? You, you mentioned, I saw, I saw when you were talking on the overlap, that one day you, you would dream of being the Barcelona president?
2: Well, I, I always said that that would be maybe one step in the future, but um, right now i really focus to, to, to be the president of the Kings League, which I'm, I'm focused 24 hours, seven days a, day, uh, a week and, on that. Uh, and let's see in the future. Um, Barcelona for me has been, uh, as I always said, my, my club. I, I was a fan since I was born, I was a member. And, and really, I care about the club and, and I think that uh, it has a great potential. It is one of the biggest in, in the world and, and has a different thing from all the others. Which And I think that we have to, to really keep that, which is that it's owned by the members of the club. It's not like any club in the Premier League that is owned by a, an owner. Um, and this is difficult in the times that are coming because I mean, all the money that are bringing the cities, the PSGs. The I mean, it's difficult for, football, for what do you Barcelona make of actually? that
0: financial disparity and like because we see Barcelona having to do certain things just to keep up with everybody else and keep up with the, the the high transfer. What do you think of that
2: disparity between the? I think that it has to be some regulation and that right now. Um, It's tough to make it happen, because one thing is to regulate your own league, which in Spain is regulated, and in the Premier League now they are trying to regulate. But you also have to find a way to regulate the whole European football, because just to put you an example, if if PSG is not regulated in in France, then you go to compete in Champions League, and they are not playing the same rules. Uh, It's very difficult for a club like Barcelona, that you don't have an owner that puts money, and you can only... uh, spend what you generate uh, when you are competing against PSG. That Obviously, it's a, a different uh, way of, of uh, financing your club. So, I think that UEFA and FIFA they have to regulate that. Mm. We have two questions for you before we wrap this, if you don't mind.
1: Just One to... is, can you talk about 08 again, please? <laughs> no, it's bad. bad. <laughs> bad. Any more, I, I won't be able to take it. Um, <laughs> Premier League winner, La Liga winner and the Champions League winner, That's three. three. I know, I just thought of an additional one, mate. I'm rolling with it.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I would go for the easy one. City and then Barça, La Liga and... Well, Champions League, it's not an easy one this year, but I would go for Barça also.
1: Barcelona? Yeah.
2: Didn't you win it at Wembley against Man United? Well, that's yeah.
1: interesting. That was a great, that's a great day. We don't yeah, talk Eddie about 0-9 yeah. or yeah, 11.
2: He scored a good goal, but we don't talk much, about 0-9. He always oil. bangs on yeah. about like, that. You remember easy, him yesterday in the Stamford Bridge? So oh, no hey.
1: hey. yes. <laughs> <My>, Michael Essien. <laughs> Michael Essien. <laughs> oh. <Michael> that was all of his life. No one remembers it. That was unbelievable. If we played Chelsea that year, we'd beat them easy. and We'd get back-to-back. You've done me three times. This is amazing. Gerard, it's
0: been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank you very much. Appreciate you so much. Thank you to PogStars. EPT Barcelona, this is the club. See you later.